Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we're back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house for episode 248. My God, guys. We've got a fantastic show coming up tonight. We are going to have a great time tonight. What we're going to do is listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night gets to pick the theme for the next episode and play their bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the glorious David Fleming. And David gets to explain the theme for tonight's episode. David, what do we have? Uh, the theme for tonight's episode is games on the ground. No swimming, no flying. You're walking, you're running, you're driving. You're on the ground. Okay. Interesting. So, like, does the whole game have to take place on the ground or, like, just a percentage? Uh... I mean, I would say the majority of the game takes place on the ground. Ask it for a friend here. <laughs> I mean, um... I would I would say vast majority of the game. Like, if you board right. a helicopter to a place, then get off the helicopter and are running around on the ground for 90% of the game, like, yeah, right. that counts. Yeah, or, like, if you have a cave level and you're walking, but you have to swim a little section of it or something. Still yeah, fair that's play. fine. Yeah, 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 okay. I mean, as Just, long as you're not, like, flying through the I cave. I mean, you know, David, I actually do welcome it. You could be as pedantic as you want with this topic if you choose. Like, just, you know, really draw the hard lines wherever you want. But I, I do appreciate uh, playing a little bit fast and loose with uh, what our definition of the ground is. Uh, uh, I hope you're looking forward to, in that case, the first ever hat trick of game overs. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, oh, uh, you can walk on the walls, but they're attached to the ground. Mm, no, it doesn't count. Nah. What if another another game over? What if you're on the ground, but you're in space? Space. I mean, that's. Actually, a really good question. Other Do other planets have ground, David? <laughs> I mean, if you're on, like, another planet, but, like, no. if you're in a space station, yeah. then you're you're in space. Oh. But what what about, like, the ground? What about the surface of an asteroid, David? Or, because like, a moon? How large is the asteroid? See, see, that's why we need you to be as pedantic as possible with this, David. We need to draw these hard lines somewhere. What about I games? have Jesse just throwing out all these fucking, you know, space dust games. What about games where you walk on the sun? See, this is why, like, I never feel confident choosing a theme. Because as soon as, like, oh, this will be obvious to everybody. Well, what about, like... Exactly. Uh, yeah. It, you should be used to it by now, David. It's yeah. been, been like, a long time. I welcome a new host of the show, David Fleming. This is his first time on the show. <laughs> first time picking a theme, and we're really running him right out of town. Um, no, you know, I, I like first it, David. First time on the show. It, it really, uh, yeah, it does kind of, if you do try to cut out anything with like a, a non-ground-based level, it's like, all right, yeah, yeah, like, 
swimming, flying, uh, you know, space travel. Uh, so many of the fun things that we like to do in games are not allowed on this week's episode. <laughs> so, yeah, I did kind of shoot myself in the foot considering that no games involving jetpacks are allowed. Right, exactly. Like, you know, it's going to be a real down-to-earth, mellow show. We're going to talk about like grass animations hey, and things. Okay. Serious question: Can you climb mm. a ladder? I mean, the ladder is depends on, on the where ground. the ladder leads. Like it I mean, starts if, on the ground and then it goes up to a next level of something. Well, which, I know what a ladder does, Jesse, which, but like, <laughs> you know, like, are you saying it goes to like a rooftop or like into a cloud level? Like, okay, no, but, a roof, like a rooftop. Okay, yeah, so like so, you're not on the uh, ground, I, but the building fair. is on the ground. So it's like, if you're if you're in a building that is on the ground, yes. But if you're in like a floating castle or take a ladder into the sky, then then things get a bit dicey. What right. about if you're under the ground, like in a sewer or something? Because that's mean, not you're... on the ground, that's under the ground. That's like Depends your feet are still touching performed. something. Yeah, but, so. if you're sewer surfing, uh, you know, you're skirting that line. But if you're just walking through a sewer, I think you're still walking just under the ground. You know, ground or below. Okay. I think uh, I think we're in the clear. I think if we're going to ever start the episode, we have to stop entertaining Jesse's hypotheticals. Uh, we've got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request, and you know, I, I think we just gotta start on this nice, uh, you know, normal walk. Uh, it's uh, you know, let's think Legend of Zelda. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this, and now here we are. We're on the ground. We're walking. In the distance, I see game one. Uh, when we reach it, we will hear three songs. So let's begin the game. Game one.
So let's see. This is um, uh, a unique selling point of this game was the ability to drive on different services with different friction properties and the car's handling changing accordingly. Uh, it was the first racing game to incorporate this feature, so it's considered to be one of the milestones in the evolution of the racing game genre. Who's got uh, an answer for me? Man, I wish that song was longer. What the hell? <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, <clears throat> Jesse says Wipeout. David says Outrun Supersonic Racing, which I wish was real. And John has the correct answer with Sega Rally Championship. Hell yeah. Sega Rally Championship. Yeah. Man. Never played it. But, uh... Doesn't mean I don't have the desire to, and doesn't mean I don't love that fucking soundtrack, baby. Yeah, the soundtrack is dope. It's, yep. it's, it's great. Shout out to Mitsuyoshi, baby. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Say his uh, full name, John. What's that? Say his full name. Uh, Takanobu Mitsuyoshi. My man. Yeah. I got it. So, yeah. Se Sega Rally Championship. Uh, great soundtrack. Great racer racing game. Um... I feel like rally racing is a good, like you have sort of a a, a spectrum of racers. On one end, you got kart racers, and on the other end, you like cartoon mascot racers, power ups, and on the other end, you got Gran Turismo, and right. somewhere in the middle, you got rally racing. Like it's still mm -hmm. a little ridiculous. You don't have you don't have power ups. You can't throw bananas, but I I, I definitely prefer a rally racer to like a Gran Turismo. I really like being not too close to reality right it's got and real cars you know yeah definitely the vibe i like in a in a racing game is you know fast and you know tracks with a lot going on uh you know out, outstanding you know fantastical settings such as a desert um <laughs> you know uh small hills uh two rut road yeah a little um, bit little yeah. little bits of airtime every once in a while Oof. yeah oh those uh, Forza Horizon games are pretty good about that. Yeah, yeah the the Burnout games, man. Oh, you know, those are the best. They, yeah. you know, man, if you actually before they did the ones where they like went entirely too much in the air, if you caught a little bit of air in like Burnout Takedown, it's like yeah, yeah. it's like I should have come off the highway. Shit, that was cool. So yeah, Sega Rally Championship, just you know, like uh, just a little, mm, little hop, little cur you know, swerve to the left, swerve to the right. But yeah, no, and uh, I was thinking like you know, uh, uh, games like Cruising USA, uh, you know, kind of scratch that itch, like barely realistic cars 
and you know exaggerated versions of places in the United States with uh, you know hills and dips and fucking you know cows that you can run over. Like yeah, good shit. I like it. You know, meets you right in the middle. Best of both worlds. I'm actually kind of surprised because when I heard Sega Rally Championship, like my mind went to like Super Off Road. Like just based on that title, I thought it was going to be one of those like top-down super silly arcade racers. And so I started looking it up. I was like, wait, this looks like like a cruising USA kind of game. Like this actually looks really awesome. Why the hell didn't I play this? And then I saw like, oh, it's Sega Saturn. That's why. Yeah, that goes a long way towards explaining why nobody played anything. Uh, <laughs> if it's on the Sega Saturn, it just didn't come up. Well, Johnny has nine or so. Oh, yeah. Right? I, yeah, I've got nine Sega Saturns, one or every month of the year. Yeah. So you have, how many wait, dedicated he... Sega Rally Championship <laughs> machines do you have, John? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. no I don't want to move past back. that. Run, run back that again. How many Sega Saturns do you have? Nine. Okay. <laughs> one for every month. So anyways. Ah, gotcha. That's Sorry, right. You're I, in I Baltimore. <laughs> once once winter hits, you just freeze over and like three months out of the year get deleted off the calendar. <laughs> yeah, oh, is so, that uh, what it is? <laughs> Johnny, did you actually uh, play this game at some point? Uh, yeah, I, I you know fully respect <laughs> you having not played it. Like, I, yeah, I've definitely either played in arcade it. or for Sega Saturn. Like, what arcade have you ever seen with this game? Oh, no, I, I have definitely played it in the arcade. I remember this oh, being good. in the arcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was pretty young, so I have a lot of memories of it, but I know I've played this in the arcade. Because I remember them, I remember the arcade shouting, Sega Rally Championship! Like, all right. the time. You know. Yeah. That's uh, one of the only things I know about this. I saw the, uh, I just posted actually in the chat, there was like a Simpsons meme, where it was uh, Chief Wiggum and Homer in the car, and they're driving in Sega Rally Championship. And all I really know about this is the digitized voice that says, Sega Rally Championship! And I'm like, yeah, cool. I don't need to know anything else. <laughs> Dope. If somebody likes it enough to put a Simpsons meme together with it, it must be great. That's such a good video. I love that yeah. meme. It's throwing me off because I know it's not the exact type of car, but because of the boxiness and the spoiler and the fact that it's like red, green, and white, the car in this is reminding me of Wheeljack from Transformers. Like... I know that's not what Wheeljack is, but it kind of looks like Wheeljack. Man, why haven't they had a Transformers-based racing game by now, David? What the hell? Ooh, like a Transformers yeah. Rally racing game. Like that. a Transformers Rally Championship, yeah. if you will. Oh. At the very least, there should be, like, some kind of arcade racing game where one of the unlockable characters is one of the Transformers. Star and you have the ability to, like, <laughs> transform into the human form and just, like, run down the track instead. See, I also like the idea of uh, like an arcade racing game where you're playing as Transformers and the bottom two have to then turn into the uh, humanoid forms and fight each other to the death in order to stay in the next race. Yes. It's like yes. Grand Prix with uh, battles in between. Oh my God. I think it would be pretty fucking dope. Like, honestly, you know, can we get like on the Platinum Games on the phone or something? Like, you know, let's fucking get that shit off the ground. Like, can we get the Injustice team working on the fighting? And, uh, you know, the sumo digital guys working on the driving. And uh, you, you had me until you got to Injustice Team working on the fighting. And then I checked out. It's like, oh, no, we're done. You know that that engine is just jank enough to be perfect for a Transformers fighting game. Like, you know, it, that fighting game engine is good okay. when it's not play, being, you know, using characters you like. Now, now that you bring it up, yeah, that is the perfect 
those kind of like very stiff combos. Like, yeah, that Transformer should be in that. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Like, you know, just abrupt transformations that make no sense. Uh, you know, using background elements in fights. Yeah, very Transformers. Uh, and see, yeah, I, I also would like to see the, you know, how you uh, do car versions of all the Decepticons who are not cars. <laughs> like, it's a Transformers Rally Championship, and you pick Megatron, and he's just a gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, huh. All right, I'm into it. <laughs> I just, I'm just imagining a Transformers <laughs> game with, um, you know, all the all original the... voice casts of the Transformers in it. Like, who, who voiced Optimus Prime in the original Transformers? Peter Cullen. Game? Same Peter guy Cullen. that's doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I want fucking Orson Welles. <laughs> God, oh, you yeah, know, now, would, I don't would think we can do a, that. Would Unicron be an unlockable racer or an unlockable course? Both. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. You could you could have just, Rosebud the Sled be an unlockable character. In me. <laughs> I kind of want to go back to the idea of Megatron as a playable character because on the one hand I could see them like upgrading him to a tank so he can drive, but on the other hand I kind of want them to do like the Mario Kart 64 thing where you have the bomb cart, except instead of a bomb, it's just a gun on wheels piloting mm-hmm. around. I'm into it. Isn't that just what a tank is? Uh, no, because there's, like, more pieces. Like, I'm literally thinking of, like... <laughs> no tanks. A handgun propped up on, like, a push cart. Yeah. Just picture a big roller skate, but it's also a gun. Like... Yeah, just that simple job. To me, I don't see the difference. Descri- I'm describing a tank to you? <laughs> yeah, you're describing a tank. A roller skate with a gun on it is just, is a tank. No, not, not, I'm just, picture, picture a quad skate, but instead of a boot, it's a gun. Like, that's, you know, that's not a tank. That's a gun with four wheels. Yeah, simple as that, John. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, a gun with four wheels is not a tank, John. Duh. Tanks have treads. Yes, exactly. Thank you, David. Yeah, I'm God, trying to think I, of other classic like Transformers voices that could be a show up in Transformers games. Just thinking of like you know uh, playing as Jazz and having Scatman Crothers do the voice. Like, oh, again, man. we keep picking the actors who have died. I know, like I don't a, think we can get that. Those are the best ones. Can you give me Orson Welles and Scatman Crothers? No, I Look, keep telling you. Scatman I keep Crothers telling you. Ninety-seven Look, years old yeah, and he's dead. You just, they have. <laughs> they have AI now where you can just like yeah. punch in a bunch of like sounds of people and then they can just be like, oh, well, now I can record a podcast with Orson Welles and, and Timothy Dalton. And Fuck. This Timothy is... Dalton's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but that's still fun, you know? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we could we get Maurice LaMarche to do it because Maurice I mean, LaMarche is a really good Orson Welles imitation. That's true. Now, who does a good Scatman Crothers? <laughs> Timothy Dalton. You know? <laughs> <laughs> God, I was going to say I'll have to look into that, but no, I think I Timothy Dalton's the correct jazz. answer. <laughs> so, okay, new Patreon goal. We deep-fake Orson Welles. Jive turkeys. <laughs> deep Does Autobot Jazz call people jive turkeys? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does in this game. Oh, God. Oh. So, yes, it's a fun arcade rally racer. Um... <laughs> That's oh, really, right. We were talking about a game. It, oh. it's, nah. it set up a new standard with the whole, uh, you know, as you change road types, the handling changes and all that, which is which is pretty interesting. Yes. Yeah, good for it. Very good for it. And be yeah. key in other racing games going forward. I'm so, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say this was the first game that ever did that? In terms of the, the track material changing. I know other games, you went off track, you would slow down, right? But this is the first one where... 
Ah, uh, okay, yeah, so it's not... Oh, thank you, okay. So yeah. yeah, I was like, track versus off-track is a thing in a lot of racing games. It never <laughs> occurred to me to challenge you on that. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Mario Kart did that a few years before this. Like, driving in the grass fucks everything up, John. It is um, the first game to do this on a broad technicality. No, but I, I it actually is a big difference. I mean, like, you know, track versus, you know, like... Track versus off-track is one thing, but, you know, different types of track and different handling on them, you know, good on Sega Rally Championship. You know, you got to know what it's like to drive on dirt versus slightly more loose dirt. Um, <laughs> and I assume, what is it, you know, a little bit of road? A little bit of road. Sand. A little yeah. bit of sand. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't, I think you're always on hard, planet Earth. Hard pack sand versus soft sand. Yeah, I think a few tennis courts. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, grass court, clay court. Yeah. Quicksand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got your hard pack sand, your soft pack sand, your quicksand. Yeah. Were you guys uh, fairways, as... greens? You know, at, at, rough at, at, in the rough. <laughs> your zoysia grass, your Saint Augustine yeah. grass, <laughs> crab grass. It's been about thirty minutes just naming different types of turf now. <laughs> Football, astroturf, astroturf, mini Game golf course. Two. <laughs>
So the trial version of this game originally contained a bug that allowed players to continue after defeating the end boss of the demo, giving them access to the full game without paying. It was impossible to save this game or get any of the achievements, but still you could play the full game without paying. And any articles and videos posted detailing how to do this were quickly pulled due to Epic Games not wanting people to get the game for free.
Um, I do have an additional piece of trivia, if anyone would like it, only because it led me to one of the my favorite statements that I have ever read on Wikipedia. Ooh. Nah, say it after we reveal our answers. I don't think it's helping. Okay, cool. Okay. So who's got their answers ready? So, um, John says Jazz Jackrabbit. I'm kidding. Uh, My actual guess is Gears of War. (laughs) Uh, So John says Gears of War. Um, Jesse says Pikmin 3. Sadly, those are both incorrect. And John Regan says Fortnite. Johnny, give yourself a game over. (laughs) Game over, What? (laughs) That's the game over sound from Sega Rally Championship. What? Yeah, give yourself a game over. Game over! So, uh, yeah, I specifically said this is not Fortnite, because uh, it's not. This is actually Shadow Complex. Ah. See, that reaction is a reaction that I feel like a lot of people have, which is weird because when this game came out, like, this was a hugely popular game and was kind of all over the place. Like, it won a shit ton of awards for best downloadable game. Like, this game was huge. And then a couple years passed and seemingly everyone has completely forgotten about it. Uh Uh-huh. So this is uh, a game that was originally released on the Xbox Live Arcade, and it was a Metroidvania um, set inside of a military base. Uh, The game stars uh, this couple um, who are going, like, hiking in the woods and everything, and as they're hiking and exploring the mountains, they stumble upon this military base, and the guy's girlfriend gets kidnapped. So he's like, well, I'm going to go save her. So he starts exploring this military base and unraveling this conspiracy to start a second civil war and assassinate the president and all this kind of shit. So the fact that like every indie game now is basically a Metroidvania, I almost feel like it started here because this was like the first game where... When it came out, people were like, oh, this is just like Super Metroid. And Hmm. even when they were developing it, the team sat down and played Super Metroid and Symphony of the Night, like, as they were working on this game. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it started with Super Metroid and Symphony of the Night, not so much with this. Uh, but, yeah. Well, the the trend of, like, indie games saying, hey, we should do that. Right. Because this was kind of the first one, at least that I remember, uh, that really caught on and was popular by just being like, hey, what if we did Super Metroid again? I'm, uh... Yeah, surprised to surprised to know about this because yeah, I I don't know anything about games for the Xbox Live Arcade, so uh, I'm more surprised about you know hearing about it and that you've picked it. It doesn't sound like your t- uh, type of game here, David. Well, when I got um, an Xbox 360, like I didn't really get it for games on the Xbox 360. Like you, I you got it for Matt really. I really was interested in the Xbox Live Arcade and all of those games like Explosion Man and Castle Crashers and the Scott Pilgrim beat em up. And I heard really good things about this. Uh, one of my coworkers at the time was like, oh, you have to play Shadow Complex. Like, all right, sure, I'll give it a try. And 
I didn't think it was going to be for me because it's basically like Super Metroid without the whimsy and fantasy. Like, because it's not a hard sci-fi setting. You're just a dude who gets like a military suit and then like you don't get power bombs. You just get like plastic explosives and that kind of thing. Right. Right. Okay. But, so I was going to say whimsy and fantasy don't really come to my mind at all when I think of the Metroid series. And, hmm. you know, yeah. Whimsy. Like, so you're just saying this is like, there's a male Metroid? I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, okay. Finally, a Metroid for David. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I take offense to that because, honestly, Metroid is more for me than male Metroid. Yes. And I feel like that statement is going to get taken out of context. I'm just imagining uh, a Metroid where you're a mailman trying to deliver mail all over the planet Zeebs. Mail so Metroid. So like Paperboy, Paperboy cross Metroid? Oh, yes. Crate has a package. <laughs> uh, the worst part about Paperboy planet Zeebs is when you get to like that final section of the street where all of a sudden it becomes like an amusement park like <laughs> rally course. and there's just like there's giant poil pools of boiling acid and like monsters spitting fire at you you imagine being that a delivery was... guy going to craig's house and like you know, you're sitting there it's like you know knocking on the door and hello need you a sign for this and then, like nobody's answering the door and like, who the fuck is this guy and then just you know burm, 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 burm. he just starts rising up out of the house <laughs> and he, then he accepts his package he signs for it he goes back down I was imagining. I thought to... it was a funny image. I that's well, brilliant. I want. That I like it. Shirt. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm imagining being a paperboy and trying to collect the money from Crade for his newspapers. Yeah. Excuse me, Mister Crade. You owe me for your oh. deliveries. <laughs> I I do want to shout out um, in our Discord chat, Tasty, uh, who mentioned um, this game has one of the funniest secret endings in history because that's true. Uh, this game has an amazing secret ending because, you know, in the beginning of the game, like the military comes, like they rough you up, they kidnap your girlfriend and then you chase after them. But if you go the opposite direction, you can actually like find the Jeep that you drove up to the hiking trail in and you just get into the Jeep and drive off and the game ends there. Yes. Oh, nice. Chef's kiss. That's beautiful. Love it. But um, going to what was going to be the second piece of trivia uh this game stirred up some controversy um because it's based on it's not based on it's set in the same world of um some of orson scott card's novels like it takes place uh i lost the name of it um unicron it, uh no 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 that not That's that orson's ender's game not orson wells uh noted bigot orson scott card um, it takes place during the novel Empire, um, and it leads into the events of Hidden Empire. Um, and Orson Scott Card is a sci-fi writer who has very just awful views on a lot of things. Um, and it leads to this statement on Wikipedia, which I love. Uh, shortly before the game's release, some activists considered calling for a boycott of the game due to Orson Scott Card's views on homosexuality. The game does not contain any references to homosexuality. <laughs> well, there's your problem. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like... How are you going to have a military complex full of dudes and not one reference to homosexuality? Yeah, Come on, I'm out. Orson. 
Jeez. I mean, to be fair, if instead of Jason and Claire, it was Jason and like Christopher going up for like a nice romantic hike in the woods, then the game would probably be more at my speed. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's going to make the not Adam and Eve, it's Adam and Steve, but I can't think of a man's name that rhymes with Claire. So, never <laughs> Blair? <mind>. No. Blair? <laughs> Blair's still Blair. kind of a girl's name. Dare? <laughs> See, yeah, now you're just going to go through the alphabet until you find one. Fair. Uh, Harry. There we go. Cher. Ooh. Bingo. No. Jerry. Jer. All these are, all these are unisex names. <laughs> Jerry. Larry. Terry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, still could all be pretty unisex. Anyway. Um, what woman have you known named Larry? <laughs> I, Larry. I, thought, I thought you said Terry. <laughs> I was just thinking Excuse of all the names. Me. <laughs> I was just thinking of all the names from Parks and Rec. Like, oh, it's right. Larry now. You, you don't you don't uh, listen to Fresh Air with Larry Gross? <laughs> on I don't even know who you're referring what to. What the huh? hell are you talking about? I know it. Terry Gross. Yeah, Terry Gross on yeah. NPR's oh, Fresh Air. Oh, it's a fucking NPR yeah. reference. Jesus NPR Christ, John. No! <laughs> what are you doing? I listen to NPR. That was unearned. <laughs> yeah, that's... What the fuck? That, that's why the Game That Tune has come to listen to our show for those hot NPR yeah. references. You know, Johnny does one about every 13 episodes or so. And <laughs> I think I'm as confused every time he does. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Next up, to... Prairie Home uh, Companion. <laughs> oh God, no! That was the worst. <laughs> no way, man. Or wait, wait. Uh, the don't complex tell me. had okay. shadows. Okay, now wait, wait. Don't tell me. The shadows were long, yes. and they were complex. Uh, and the I mean, shadow isn't our complex. show basically just a version of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? God, I wish it was. I thought you were going to say, Friday. "Isn't it basically just a version of a Prairie Home Companion?" I'm like, no. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, I in know a lot of ways. I know we're fucking inscrutable, but like, <laughs> yeah, not I'm, in that same way. <laughs> I'm going to reach out to Peter Sagal and Bill Curtis and see if I can get them on our show sometime. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Can we just, I actually, miss can we get Garrison Keeler? Like, <laughs> no, oh, we, oh, no. <laughs> I want, I want Dr. Zorba, Dr. Zorba Pastor. Ooh, on that your guy, help. Yeah, that guy <laughs> is entertaining. And that one guy is always so impressed with like his recipes. He's like, yeah. "Wow, you could do that!" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, you just put fucking mushrooms in chili, you idiot." <laughs> yeah, I'm at a complete loss. I'm a PBS yeah, guy, say, not like, an NPR you know, guy. Can we get Car Talk on the show? Yeah, Car Talk. Like, well, they're. I, I think, I think one we, of them's dead. Yeah, we get half a Car Talk. <laughs> we, can, we can't yeah. get all of it. Should, should we? Totally. Should we get Car or Talk? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Car and I'm Talk and this is Car Talk All and that's my considered. knowledge of NPR talking. Yes. Like, uh, I you know yeah, let's do a pop culture happy hour crossover. We could do an and Ask a, Me Another crossover because Jonathan Colton is the host on that show and he does video game music, right? So it all ties together. Boom. Boom. I don't want him on our show. There's other things to consider here. <laughs> like, I composed the closing credits to Portal. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> pass. <laughs> like, super hard pass. Like that's yeah. That's literally my fucking version of you know, George Harrison in the limousine. Like it's been done. <laughs> yeah, like, that's it. Yeah. I, I hey, Jonathan people- Colton here. No. <laughs> yeah. I hope Bye. the people 
I hope the people editing the wiki are listening, because new piece of lore, Jonathan Colton is desperate to get on the show, but John keeps vetoing it <laughs> John, every single time. Jonathan Colton is dead to John. Yeah, he's, he's approached us numerous times. Persona non grata. Yeah, every time, same response. No, I don't give a fuck about Portal's music. Go away. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, so the Shadow Complex, it gets NPR. Is that what we're talking about? Like, you know, you're running around gunning dudes down and... Uh, Seriously, how yeah. did we get on fucking NPR? Johnny! Um, <laughs> You're How welcome. the fuck else do we get on NPR? <laughs> yeah. That is absolutely, that should be pulled as a clip for something like, how did we do this? Johnny. Yeah. How do that we needs get to on? be its own fucking soundboard button. Like, you know. How do we get NPR? <laughs> Same way you get to Carnegie Hall. Practice, practice, practice. Soon we'll be on um, NPR. Is that an NPR reference? What are you talking no, about, I'm, John? I'm just, I'm just joking about. Close your ass. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, the, we've had that one dude on the show a bunch, and he was on um, NPR. Ryan Drake. John? Yeah. Ryan Drake? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was on NPR. Yep. Was he? Yes. No. Oh, man. He was on He's his, the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. <laughs> well, he was on his local NPR. His local. He was on a college radio yeah. station. Which yeah. is still NPR-ish. Not all of them. <laughs> I like Jesse. I like how you started off strong and then ended kind of weak. It's like it's still NPR ish, well, yeah, you know, but it's not. It counts. No, it doesn't. It's LPR. National syndicated. Can I hear him in Tallahassee? No. Therefore, I respect him. Yeah, that's why I love Ryan Drake. I don't have to fucking hear him on you know the radio here in town. Oh God. Why, guys? Why? Oh, I'm getting a fucking headache. Look, Science Friday is really fun. <laughs> you know what else is really fun? Shadow Complex. And we've John's lost John. Yes. Um, John's out. No. I, I want to move on to the next game and the next song, but I don't know if we should. I think I, so. Yeah, I feel bad starting without John on to hear the music, at least, but... He did it to himself. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back. All right, guys. So without further ado, let's move on to game three. Wait, wait, wait. Before oh. no, there is there is further ado. Um, okay. I have final thoughts. Shadow Complex was a really fun game, and it was really, really good, especially for the time. And yeah, I would recommend it. All right. Game three. <laughs>
All right. <clears throat> so this game has uh, varying stages. Um, level 1 and level 10 are driving stages. Uh, level 4, 2, and 11, 1 are shooting stages. And the rest are all like standard side-scrolling stages. Johnny says Doom Patrol. That's incorrect. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> John said Bayou Billy saves Christmas. I wish. And David says Vice Project Doom. That is correct. Y'all really need to pay attention to what Jesse streams before the show. I did. I remember Doom was what stuck with me, and I I just got the wrong Doom game. Yeah. What oh. you should have yeah, done I, I is just did. gone I thought to he like, was just like watching a Vice show, and I was like, no, I'm not watching that. <laughs> what you should have done is gone to like your YouTube subscription and like, what did Game That Dude oh. publish three I, hours yeah, ago? Mere hours ago. Shit. <laughs> I well observed, to, David. I tried to figure out how to go through like my Twitch notification history. YouTube would have been a waste hunter choice. Yeah. What? Oh, well. Way to go, John. So, um, so real quick before we get into this game, I originally was going to use this other game that I streamed earlier this uh, last week um, called Soccer Die Cosmic Cup, and which was a pretty ridiculous game, but I could not find a soundtrack anywhere, and I did uh, email the uh, developers of the game and have not heard back. So. Ah, <laughs> but that game is insane. I, I like you being proactive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. I tried looking for it, and I was like, "Well, maybe you know." Dear <laughs> insane developers, I want to talk about your game for upwards of ten minutes. Can you please send me a licensable copy of the soundtrack? Sincerely, podcast host. P.S. I'm not a crackpot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyway, this game, Vice Project Doom, is is really cool. It's um. A lot of people compare it to, like, Ninja Gaiden, but way easier. 
Um, oh! Like, um, like, it's still fairly challenging, but, like, it is not, like, kick to the dick, you know, Ninja Gaiden hard. Um, it also has, like, different gameplay modes, which is really cool. Um, and they're actually executed well, unlike Bayou Billy. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was my the only basis for my guess was uh, you know uh, variation in levels. Like I didn't think they made a Bayou Billy sequel. It, you know, so like, does this have the same vibe? Like, no, kind of okay. like leather vest motherfucker going around doing things. Kind of. Well, basically, it's like uh, there's this organization called Vice, and you're like a special unit. You know, you you do things that I guess other cops don't do, and uh, you know. And so, like, the, the game starts off, and you're doing, like, a, a vertical, like, shooter stage, but you're in a car on the ground. And it's, it's really cool because, you know, most shooters like that are, you know, in spaceships or, uh, you know, planes and stuff. And uh, I thought it was really cool that you're, like, in a car. It's kind of spy hunter-y, but um, a little more fast-paced shooting and um, blowing up other cars and stuff. And then there's all sorts of, like, cutscenes, like, in Ninja Gaiden. And they're all pretty ridiculous. Like, it's... The storyline is real weird. It's like some Metal Gear Solid stuff. It's like clones and, and weird government stuff. It's crazy. Um, Dope. But, like, the graphics are very, like, uh, like Ninja Gaiden or Batman. Um, it's got some cool parallax scrolling in the background. Um, especially in that train level train level's really cool looking like lightning like flashes it and stuff um let's see what else uh the shooting stages are very much like operation wolf or something of that caliber um um the side scrolling stages you have a uh like a laser whip thing uh a gun and uh bombs that you can throw and um or like you know boss fights and stuff but it's it's a really cool game the music is rad has a really good look to it um it's a late nes game that's kind of why it got overshadowed because it came out in 91 um, right it's made by sammy so that's fun um sammy of america sammy and... sosa no not that sammy. oh okay <laughs> he's back <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that, I mean, this would have been back in the good Sammy days. Like, he would have yeah. just been getting started. Like, he, you know, just signed that first contract. He's fresh out of the Dominican Republic, and he's like, you know what I want to do? I want to develop NES games. <laughs> uh, I'm only hitting, like, 20 home runs a season, but I want to develop NES games. Can somebody get me some HGH? Great. Thank you. He's developing um, NES games between home runs. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want your game to be like? You want, like, a sports game, a baseball game? No, think of Ninja Gaiden, but not as hard. Yeah. That's what <laughs> no, I'm going for. Yeah, I love for. Ninja Gaiden, baby, but I don't like to lose. I was, so, uh... I was imagining watching baseball on TV, and they pan over the dugout, and Sammy says, so is like a little <laughs> laptop just typing away. <laughs> yeah, pouring over sprite sheets. <laughs> I don't like the look on this energy whip. Uh, hmm. I don't know about this. Uh, but, can, but can we add in... I know it's a platforming game, but we can add in some driving levels. <laughs> Uh, I got Chicago Cubs fuck you money. I can do anything <laughs> I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Jesse, this game looks dope, man. Though, you know, I gotta say, I think I feel like you might be in danger of a game over, man. Like, oh, you know, the screenshots I'm seeing, like, 
you know, yeah, the man is running, but like, I, I don't know, man. Some of these levels look like all steel beams. Like they might be like a, up in a building, like a construction site no, type thing. No, okay. For I'm one, I'm seeing castle walls. For, for one, well, castle walls. The castle's on the ground. We already confirmed that buildings. Yeah, count. but I mean, like the background's all just like dark skies and you know parallax scrolling cities. Like it implies that this is like some sort of enormous fortress. And, no, you know, he's on a John. train. A train is on the ground. See, uh, I, that was the, I wasn't even going to talk about the train, but like a train is not, you know, a train, yes, is a ground-based vehicle, but like, can you call a moving train level a ground level, Jesse? Yes, I don't yes, know, you man. can. I don't know I would. It's can. not a, it's not a space know, train. If, if, if I can... Space! If don't, I can, don't press it for that. <laughs> if I can interrupt everyone speaking No, Jesse, don't let David interrupt. Let's argue about this over, David. I'm kidding, David. If what I can interrupt for a moment... John, of ground. <laughs> you specifically gave me the option to be as pedantic as I want. And in our in our Discord chat, uh, thank you to Mork, who has posted screenshots of this game. And I'm looking at this guy running over castle walls and jumping over steel construction beams. And you know what he's not doing? He's not swimming. He's not flying. There's no spaceship or jetpack. There's no scuba gear. He appears to be running on some level of ground, so I'll allow it. And like that first stage, she's driving a car on the ground, you know. Yeah, he's not driving a car through the clouds. There's a sewer level, which is why I asked about the sewer earlier. Right, right, right. I'm just saying it's it's the it's the walls and the beams and the you know it's it's this it's mostly the beams, man. It makes it seem like he's running like parkouring through some sort of tall building like a construction site which to me doesn't say ground like when the oh. background has okay. no ground when it's a just dark clouds and you know hellscapes this, it, you know, this know, isn't man. this isn't NES game so I sincerely doubt there's enough processing power to show parkour Yeah. secondly like what is platforming is... if not parkour yeah platforming is just parkour before we, call it, we called it parkour yeah, uh, David, what so are you does talking that mean about? that I can like jump from couch to chair and yell platforming? That's yeah, what I yes, used to do. yeah, absolutely. Well, I used to... <laughs> totally. Are you kidding? <laughs> Please do. We used to. Okay, yeah. so me and a couple friends, me, Anthony, and my friend Brent, we would film ourselves. This is so. This is dumb. You're all gonna hate me. And, I like it. And we would go and we would we called it urban running, <laughs> and so like we would go to like parking lots and like. Like kind of like run and jump onto the curb and jump off of the curb onto like the little uh, parking things that would be like in a, a parking space. Um, sometimes we would just film. Like Brent always hurt himself, which was kind of funny. He would he would jump off of just tall things, and it wasn't like a cool jump. He just would like you know take a step off and drop down, and we'd be like <laughs> film it and go urban running and yell and and like it was like stupid like you know skate videos, but they were. Not skating videos. No, it was you know back in the jackass yeah, days. Yeah. Everybody with a camera thought they uh, they were onto something. Yeah. I mean, it, we just never held anybody's attention. But Jesse, here's the difference: you were onto something. Yeah. You absolutely could have sold videotapes called Urban Running, and they I guarantee you they would have sold out. I would absolutely buy that Urban Running videotape. I wish I still had it. <laughs> but strictly videotape. Once you move to DVD, that's when you quit. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, no, it's got to be a VHS tape. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, you know, I'm feeling like this, uh, 
these uh, these levels exist in like a hazy space, man. Like the background on that beam level, it's not even ground, it's water. Like it's, you know. You're at a construction site overlooking a river. I don't see, there's no ground in sight here, fellas. No, that... Wait, hang on. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh -oh. So, no, 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 no. So I was... I was looking yeah, do at Batman the screenshot. Batman games take place solely on the ground? Do we when call I, Batman ground games? Because I could have picked an Arkham game if that's the case. Yeah. When I first looked at the screenshot, I was like, no, he's just like on the upper level of a building and everything. But now that you mention it, I'm looking at it. And yeah, that's that's the reflection of the skyline in a river. Like, that's... that's it's well done uh, backgrounds. That's what's so crazy is like, you know, the backgrounds are well done enough to reflect that this is clearly like some Batman shit. Uh, you know, some some opening of Casino Royale type shit, some parkour in a fucking construction site. I'm just saying, I don't know that all of this game qualifies as a ground game. Well, I played it. I, I got to the final boss, so you can eat eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Are, are we stupid to that level of the first? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I want you to eat all of the dicks. Every dick Johnny draws the rest of the night. <laughs> I want you to gobble that sucker down. Rump, okay. Rump, rump. I am. I am not gonna let you two get at each other's throats. Rump, I am not rump, gonna rump. let you two. Jesse, I am not gonna let you two fight. I am the one who is arbitrating this and deciding it. And you know, I'm not gonna lie, Jesse. I was on your side. Oh, and then but you the decided to eat a big old bag of dicks. <laughs> You know, with an attitude like that. Big ol' bag of dicks. Johnny, game over. Big ol' yeah. bag of dicks. Over! Well, honey and vinegar, bitch. That's how it goes. What? Game no. Four. This, game, <laughs> this game is clearly on the ground. Like, you can go watch that fucking video. David's determination has been made. Yep. Game four.
case. So, uh, this is actually one of two games based on this uh, property that was released in the same year. One was an arcade side-scrolling game in the vein of, say, Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, and the other, uh, this one, is uh, Action RPG. Who's feeling great? Oh, I'm feeling very good. Good. I want to see those answers. Uh, Jesse says, big bag of dicks. That scores him no points. Uh, David says, jazz jackrabbit. He's very close. Johnny has the correct answer. This is Willow. Hell yeah. Close cousin Willow. of Jazz Jackrabbit. Exactly. Willow, basically the precursor to Jazz Jackrabbit. Um, man, what a game. Willow for the NES, of course. Not Willow for the arcade, which I didn't realize existed until I started reading about Willow for the NES again. Um, did anybody else know that Willow for the arcade was a thing? I sure didn't. Uh, I did not, no. Can you imagine walking into an arcade and seeing a Willow cabinet and thinking, no, I'm not going to play that. <laughs> like, no, thank you. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like the kind of thing I want to drop a quarter on. But it, it, actually, the arcade game does look kind of fun. It's, you know, except when you find out that it's made by Capcom and it's basically a Ghosts and Goblins game reskinned with uh, your ability to play as Willow and Mad Mardigan. Um, no. Super, super no. Um, but I did play Willow for the NES, Big. Uh, anybody else play this one? David, uh, did you play Willow on the NES? Feels like a David I game. I did not play Willow on the NES. Dang. Uh, I actually... Um, sad confession, I've not seen Willow. <gasps> game over! <laughs> I 
wasn't even calling for that. That the, the movie came out when David was three. <laughs> like, it's, that movie's it's okay to have not seen it. Yeah, movie's good. I Actually, shit, the movie came out when David was two. The games came out when David was three. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you got to pass on both of them, David. Um, Jesse, Johnny, did you play Willow on the NES by chance? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? <laughs> like a perfectly okay Zelda game. <laughs> yeah, sorry, um, Mark Davis. I've exactly. I've never played Willow on NES. Uh, I have played a lot of it in the arcade. God damn it! When I was done with Sega Rally Championship, I would usually go find the Willow cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> the Willow game was just calling out to you. <laughs> Willow! Hmm. <laughs> well. Mad Mardigan! <laughs> you can't give Black Root to a baby! And then, <laughs> well, I have to play that! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, man, talk about uh, a decent game based on an unappealing movie. I mean, my God. <laughs> you know. So, how long, besides David, since he hasn't seen it, how long has it been since anybody here has seen Willow? <laughs> like, about six months. Okay. Did you enjoy it, Jesse? Oh, I loved every minute of that movie. Really? Yeah, it's good. I, you know, I'm not going to go so far as to drop a hot take and say I, like, you know, hate it. But, like, man, it brought back a lot of memories of being a kid and all the things that I, as a kid, like, oh, yeah, didn't enjoy that. Oh, didn't enjoy that. Oh, no. Yeah, that that movie. I've got complicated kid memories tied up in that movie. <laughs> like, Johnny, you seen Willow? Yes, but it was on VHS, right? So it's been you, a while. Oh, hey, mine was on VHS too. My dad taped it off the TV. Yeah, I think With that's ads. how I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably watched it at my house. Um, Sounds like yeah, no, that right for a movie um, commentary. Yeah, I'll go find that VHS and we'll watch that. Ooh. <laughs> so, at some point, it's like going to cut into, only... like, a video of my sister's birth, but, yeah. You know. oh, John, I will I show like... you how to plug your VHS player into an Elgato if you want to do that. We can do that. I've got everything I need. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've got the stuff. <laughs> I feel like we can only do a commentary of Willow if it has ads from, like, 1989 TV. Yeah. I, I honestly will look at that, because I know that we, we converted our VHS to DVDs a while back, and I'm wondering if that just accidentally made it in. <laughs> like... All these nice home movies, and then we get some shitty, grainy version of Willow. That, you know, <laughs> that would be oh, so choice. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Willow, uh, the game, I, I have much fonder memories of than Willow the movie. Like Willow the game, just fun Zelda game. Uh, got some freaky stuff in it. It's you know, it's pretty tough. Um, you know, my main uh, main issue with it, of course, uh, no saving. Uh, you know. Big problem there. It's actually one of the big controversial things about this game. 18 character passwords. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I have a quick See, like So, mm -hmm. one of these screenshots um, has some stairs leading into the water. You don't go in the water. But why would the stairs lead to into the water if you don't go into the water? Because you're near the water, man. I, you know. No, but there's stairs that like go down into the water, and it looks like it's or Willow could walk down the stairs. I mean, well, you can't, Jesse you can't prove that that happens because no one ever made it there because they didn't have 18 characters worth of passwords written down. Jesse, I just want to say um, your appeal has been received and it is currently under review. Yeah. Uh, I'm confident that you do not enter that water. I feel like... That I, you know, now that I see it, hold on. 
Uh, Finn Rosel's hideout, the confusing cave. I feel like not having a save state or a password, like, is fine in a game like Super Mario, where you're just kind of, like, going level to level and you can warp and skip and everything, but in a giant, like, epic questing game, like, no, you, you need to be able to easily save your progress. Right. Exactly. It's, uh... Kind of crazy that you uh, can't, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, that's the thing. I like don't have memories of actual. Uh, okay, hold on. Sorry, I just had no. Uh, Jesse, it's an underwater tunnel. It's a pass. I've I've got the map pulled up here. It's an underwater pass. It goes from a forest area to a coast area. It's you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, a tunnel that takes place across two screens of an otherwise very large adventure game, I, I I feel like I'm in the clear on this one. I know you're mad, but I don't think you got me on this one. Oh, I'm watching videos. Why, why else would now? stairs go into water? <laughs> you walk under the water, Jesse. You, you walk through a passage. That's still underwater. Yeah, but you're walking on ground underwater. Well, yeah. Well, the fucking... Uh beams from the construction building are attached to the wall the ground it's okay man it's It's okay to lose it's it's under review it's under review yeah david's our 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 legal team is looking at it um i am actually in contact with members of the game that tune law offices at wright and walkers so you know we're looking at it thank you thank you david um Anyway, before I had to defend myself to the likes of Jesse, uh, you know, where was I? I was talking about how I liked the game, but yeah, an 18, 18 character password is kind of unforgivable. Um, though it's not like, uh, I feel like the game kind of, it makes some sense for a password because it's not like you have things like collectibles, like co- you know, coins or rupees or anything that you use to buy things. Uh, you know, all the items in the game are found. Uh, you collect, you gain experience and level up your attacks and stuff like that. But like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It feels like the game is simple enough to have a password, and yet, no, it needs a save system. Like, it's fucking crazy to like have a Zelda-style adventure game that does not have saves. Um, and you said the game came out in eighty, eighty-nine, eighty-nine. That's what, like, three years after the Legend of Zelda. Like, save mm-hmm. states definitely existed. Yeah, like I know yeah. they were expensive. It just costs money because you had to put a battery in the cartridge. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, if this was based off of Willow, it's a tie-in game. If they had the movie studio's money, they could have done that. That's true. They should yeah. have done that. Yeah, call up George Lucas, be like, "Hey, where's all those batteries?" And you know, he's probably just fucking hanging out with Ron Howard, just you know, shoving them up his urethra or something. <laughs> Stop filming shit on green screen and get yeah. those batteries to those carts. Exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, you know the game's fun. Uh, the one thing that I do, uh, I remember from like having uh, to try and bust it out recently, I'd forgotten most of the things about the game. Uh, you know, one thing that I love about The Legend of Zelda, you, you start the game and it's hard to fuck everything up. You walk into that cave, there's an old man there, he says, hey, here's a sword. And then you go about your business. Willow... You gotta talk to a few people, kind of find your way around, and you can kind of miss the hut where the guy just gives you a sword. So, like, you can accidentally just kind of wander out into the woods where enemies are as, you know, defenseless poor little Willow, poor Warwick Davis, 
swordless, shieldless, and just start getting your shit wrecked. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. okay, hold on. I, you know, I feel like I recall this game having a sword you could swing. Like, you know. Where do I where do I go for that? Like ah. it's it's just over in this guy's hut. I'm getting like. <laughs> some Echo the Dolphin vibes, right? Remember how many times you would rent Echo the Dolphin and not get past the first level because you didn't know how to actually start the game? Like imagine renting Willow and just getting your shit kicked. <laughs> like yeah, never no, figure it out. It's like you know, you're renting Willow, and it's like okay, well there's enemies on the screen. I guess I just keep running, <laughs> and then like the enemies just keep getting better. It's like okay, well they're not little jellies anymore. Now they're skulls. Oh god, now it's those hideous like warthog wolf things oh fuck uh, <laughs> you run all the run. way to the final boss <laughs> yeah. oh god hello uh Beth morta <laughs> could you please just not do your evil plan i don't have any way of stopping you <laughs> doesn't i okay i feel like i may go off on a huge tangent because again i've never seen willow but just hearing about it in passing doesn't willow have a giant dick dragon it has a no. It's complicated. It's not. I mean, what? not a dick dragon. I f I feel like I heard something where there's like a two-headed dragon, and it kind of looks like penis heads. It's it's not good looking. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't it, look like a penis. If if your penis looks very, like that, not, you need to see a doctor right now. Yeah, it's yeah. not particularly penal. It's pretty. It's 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 Ray Harryhausen esque, but not really dickish. No. Uh, you know, and it, but it is hideous. Yeah, it's, and it's freaky as fuck when you when they come across that thing in the movie. It's like I'm sorry, like what the fuck is going on in this movie? Like you know, that movie's fucking crazy, guys. Like I don't want to put it on the movie commentary to fucking you know refresh everybody, but like at the same time, you know, man, it's just an unsettling fucking movie. I like how like, the moment I mentioned Dick Dragon, and all of a sudden our Discord is just posting images of it immediately. Yeah, so, yeah. no, it is not a dick dragon, oh, so yeah. thank you yeah. for clarifying. We've had much more dickish things on this show. Those things, not, not particularly dick-like. Um, hideous, again, but, you know, no. But yeah, I, you know, the game's fun. It's just, uh, you know, it's a Zelda-style, you know, Willow game, which uh, makes more sense, I suppose, than a Ghouls and Ghosts-style uh, Willow game. Um... Uh, you know, though the thing I do like about the arcade game is that you have, you get to play as Mad Mardigan and Willow. You can choose uh, playing as Willow the whole time after seeing the movie, and you know, Mad Mardigan being a fucking badass, and even like you know, Sorsha being a badass. It's a little disappointing to have to play the whole game as Willow. And you know, it's not a it's not a dig at Warwick Davis. I'm just saying, like you know, the movie had some good heroes, and to have to play the whole time as Willow. Like, it's just, you know, dang, can I be the, you know, the big jack dude with the sword or the hot red-headed chick with the sword? Nope. You're Willow the whole time. You, you know, here's a magic staff. Here's some fucking magic acorns that never really come into play. You know, have fun. I mean, it could be worse. You could have to play as the brownies, which, you know, terrible, terrible fucking things. I mean, you know, we, we could talk for a while about the weird shit that goes on in Willow. Um... I mean, I couldn't, but... No, but David, let me just tell you this. The, the brownies, they're little tiny guys, about the size of like a fairy, kind of like Navi. Uh, and they hang out in Willow's pocket, and they're integral to the movie. And they're done using some of the shittiest blue screen in, like, cinema history. And one of them is Kevin Pollack, and they speak with weird French accents, and their voices are pitched up to sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks, and they... 
they're not a small part of the movie. They're throughout the movie. They're fucking terrible. Chinese, you're doing more nothing. More and more, you're making me want to see this. Yeah, you're doing nothing but cellos <laughs> on this movie right now. It's no, like there's, there's tiny little people. Okay, that's kind of weird. And they're done with very shitty special effects. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah. One of them is Kevin Pollock. I'm sold. I mean, and they speak in French accents pitched super high up. It's like, this sounds hilarious. It, it, so it's like George Lucas was involved in Willow. And it's like he knew. It's like, all right, I, I made fucking these hit movies. I made, you know, Star Wars. I made Howard the Duck. I'm fucking untouchable. I'm George Lucas. Uh, and so he's like, I know everything that you need to do to make a fucking hit movie in the same vein as Return of the Jedi. You need your hero, Willow, Luke Skywalker. You need your, you know, uh, dashing rogue-type character, fucking Han Solo, Mad Mardigan. You need your hot princess, great, great. And then you need your Ewoks. And somebody was like, now, George, hold on. Warwick Davis was an Ewok. It doesn't make any sense for there to be Ewoks in Willow. He's already a very small man. And he's like, well, I, you know, we'll just we'll make them even smaller. We'll have them in Willow's pocket the whole time. They'll be little tiny, you know, Polly Pocket men. And they're gonna speak with fucking bizarre pitched up French accents and ruin the movie. <laughs> like, it's like, no, George, stop. <laughs> I like and, the idea that somebody questioned him and he said, fuck you, I made Howard the Duck. You yeah, listen to me. Exactly. George Lucas, bitch. Slam, slam, slam. And... I, you know, nobody could stop him. Ron Howard wasn't going to stand up to him. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, I would love to name our fan club the Polly Pocket Men, just as an aside. <laughs> God, John, I thought we weren't bringing up swinging in this chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Willow's a perfectly good game that takes place entirely on the ground, give or take one or two screens of an underwater cave passage that you still walk through. Um, and the the travel mode, there is a fast travel that uses an eagle, but it's not part of the, the game that you play. An eagle man walks up to you and says, Hey, Willow, what's up? You know, it's me, fucking Ravali. Uh, do you need to go to, like, the castle of Tiras Lane? And then you show up at the... There's not even an animation of flying. It's just like, all right, yeah, you've moved. See you later. Eagle. It's, you know. Oh, there's flying? Cool. No. I just literally explained how there's not. <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Ground-based game, yeah. perfectly, gr yep. perfectly grounded, yep. just like the story and the characters and the world of Willow. Yep. Just all grounded, all makes sense. Yep. Perfectly on the level. It's like an Onyx. A perfect pick for the show. Or a Geo Dude. Onyx doesn't fly. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he's a ground type, you dummy. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I assume you're indignant about something. No, I <laughs> like, said it's just like Onyx. <laughs> Children. But you're just a Geodude who's a floating rock. But he's a ground Children. type. If you don't stop, so I will mad. turn this podcast around and we will not go to Disney I'm World. I'm agreeing That's with it. you. Back to Winnipeg. I'm throwing out ground type Pokemon to agree with you. Yeah, uh, Sand see, Slash. Jesse, Sand you, Slash you is a talk about Pokemon. tone a ground of voice, type Mister. What? It's because they're Pokemon. You're <laughs> tone to... of voice. Okay, Onyx, right. ground type. Mm. That doesn't make it any better. I, I think we should move on. Mm. I've been waiting for the sound. I didn't need uh, David to say right. that. Johnny, where are you, John? Mm. <laughs> Objection! Mm. <laughs> so what? What word the fuck? has? 
word has come in and new evidence has been presented. No, I don't want this and... bit anymore, David. Let's go to the next song. <laughs> Game five.
Okay. So, um, trivia for this game. Uh, unlike the events that inspired it, there are no alcohol sponsors in this game. Rumor spread around in that Texas town. About to check outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. <laughs> Be mistaken. 
Man, I forgot, I forgot how long Fade Outs used to be on songs. <laughs> Jesus, that took forever. <laughs> so, um, who has their, uh, answers ready? So if John Harrington says good little Saturday simulator 98, we'll have to check with the judges. Uh, Jesse says Na- <laughs> Jesse says NASCAR and Johnny says NASCAR the game 2011. Um, fuck it. That's a hat trick. What? <laughs> I mean, watching NASCAR, that's a that's a good little Saturday, right? No, it was a reference to that last song being the fucking Home Depot theme song. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, well then, um, John Depot doesn't. Theme. John doesn't get a point. It's just Jesse and Johnny. Uh, this is NASCAR 2011, NASCAR the Game 2011, and this is our fan request uh, brought to us from Rainus in the Discord. Uh, so thank you very much for that. Um, yeah, thanks, Rainus. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be perfectly honest. I was trying to think like, oh, I need to pick the fan request and everything. And I went to the Discord channel for game requests and I started reading through and people were requesting stuff like Etrian Odyssey and Transistor and Red Faction. And then Rainus <laughs> said NASCAR 2011. And I thought to myself, well, fuck it. That's what I'm going to pick. I just love that you name like these well-loved games with great, fantastic, original soundtracks, and then somehow Rainus just wins you over with this. Well, because I thought to myself, like, when are we ever going to talk about NASCAR on this show? I was hoping never. I was going to say, like, we made it 248 episodes without really talking about it at all. We're all Florida (laughs) boys, okay? We've all been to Daytona, you know? Like... That's the thing. The closest I want to come to NASCAR is talking about Daytona USA. (laughs) Which is totally accurate to the real Daytona USA. Like, you know, when the Daytona 500 starts, uh, you know, the announcer yells out, Rolling Stone! And everybody starts going, and the first thing they pass is all those pine trees in the mountains. That's how every Daytona 500 starts. Yeah, you know, I've never been to Daytona Raceway proper, but I have been very drunk in a go-kart in Daytona, so I feel like I've gotten pretty close. Exactly. I went to the I was in the Steal My Sunshine I, video. I know Daytona pretty I, well. I went to Not the, a lot of mountains. I went to the Hooters across the street from the Raceway. That's pretty close. Oh god. I feel like it's like that's how the Daytona 500 starts, driving past those pine, pine trees in the mountains like okay, I'm pretty sure there are no pine trees or mountains. Like, I'm more confident there are no mountains in Daytona. There's definitely, That's what's there's so beautiful trees. about Daytona USA is, like, they, they really tried to get a lot of things right, and then they fucked it up on the first fucking, like, stretch of road in the game. Like, oh. Uh, wait, so there's not tall trees or mountains to hide, like, the fog of uh, our draw distance here? Crap. you tell me Daytona is just one big flat oval fuck um i mean that is that is the kind of level of research that brings you a lawyer from okala (laughs) so are there any mountains in the daytona stage of nascar 2011 uh you know that is an that is an excellent question um unfortunately you played this for the wii david you know this game front and back Uh, fuck no, I did not play Just this. Just turn left. Um, Just turn does, left. Does, does this work with the Mario Kart wheel accessory? Yeah. Woo! 
I don't know, but I feel like it should. <laughs> yeah, because it, it would doesn't. be really easy to do that, because all you do is keep turning left. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect for Wii controls. Even before Motion Plus, it's like, oh yeah, we can do this. Left, straight. Left, straighten out. Left, straighten out. Hit a button for turbo. Left, straighten out. Even though, you know, NASCARs don't even have turbo. Here's the problem with a NASCAR game. NASCAR is fucking boring. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> you could turn right and end up like Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, you could you could make it not boring. Oh, oh my oh, god, oh. Jesse. Seriously, man, I was gonna Ooh. wait maybe the entirety of this discussion before just bringing up the death of Dale Earnhardt. Jesus this is Christ. a while ago, jeez. Twenty years. Yeah. Too too soon. Never forget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was Never about forget. to say. I was like, I feel like that's too soon, but I also feel like that was at least twenty years ago. Yes. Um, this game did have uh, interesting features that it added to the NASCAR the game franchise because NASCAR the game is a franchise. Can you can you play as Dick Trickle? Um, I'm not sure, because I'll be you honest. You want to talk about you. Dick Trickle, Jesse? Tell everybody how Dick Trickle died. Oh, he died? He killed himself, Jesse. Oh, shit, Jesse. I didn't know he died. I, I just... What's wrong with you, turned, bringing up all these tragic he, racing he, figures? He turned okay. right. Okay, that guy, I didn't know On he purpose. No, Dick okay. Trickle just offed himself, because he had been referred to as Dick Trickle for his but entire his life. But Finally, finally wore... It, it, Richard Trickle! I mean, you know, like... Ugh, poor guy. See, I was going to say, it's like, do you know how Dick Trickle died? It's like, well, based on the name, I would guess happily. <laughs> uh, no, David, ironically, <laughs> Dick Trickle, a very troubled man. Uh, There's, God, I can't think of any... This situ- segment's getting dark, fellas. I can't <laughs> think of any situation where your dick is trickling something and you're happy about it. Like, usually a trickle's not a good thing. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm like, just thinking of, like, constant orgasm, I I, so, like, your dick is just continually yeah. trickling the f- out. The first few spurts, like, go out, but then after that, it just kind of runs, you know. I, I guess, I guess. You get a little bit of a trickle, out, you gotta clean it off, you know. Yes, Dick Trickle famously drove the pee-after-sex car. <laughs> <laughs> That was a weird sponsorship in NASCAR history. <laughs> Most guys were sponsored by like oil or cigarettes, but he was sponsored by being after sex. <laughs> God, that oh was so God! Cool inside the car. It's just a picture of his own dick. <laughs> no, it's Be a, sure to pee after sex. It's a picture. Yeah. It's, it's a picture of of Calvin from Calvin Hobbs peeing yeah. on a. <laughs> The pig. The, <laughs> pig right after the, sex. The little bit of it at the beginning is a little thicker than the... Got the one card with the STP oil sign on it, and then his, his thing just has UTI, but it has a big slash through it. Hobbs is to the side, just spent. <laughs> no! 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 Um, this, this game, to get back on track... Um, it did feature enhanced AI for the drivers, oh. um, and it also featured um, realistic buildup of damage for the cars. So if you kept like bumping into things, like your car would actually show damage. 
Thanks. I don't that know. happened I don't... in Gran Turismo 15 years prior to yeah, this. Yeah, I, I, I don't sure know. I don't... 64 had that. Like, that's not yeah. I don't know. I don't really have anything to say about this game except it's NASCAR the game. I thought it was funny. And I remember going to my grandmother's house once when family was visiting and they put NASCAR on the TV. And as like a six-year-old, I was watching it. And after about three minutes, I was like, this is boring. Why can't Dude. we put something else on? Okay, so, uh, you know, this seems like a me and Jesse thing, because David and John's dads are a little bit more, I don't know, not NASCAR types. Um, you know, Jesse, how much? How many memories do you have of your dad just, like, fucking monopolizing the television to watch NASCAR when you were a kid? No, he, he thought NASCAR was stupid, too. Like, we, oh, we would, lucky We you, would constantly pal. make fun of it and... You know. Good, so. very good. <laughs> yeah, my my dad's signature move was to put it on and then fall asleep. Oh, and if you change the channel, he'd wake up and be like, "I was watching Dude. that." <laughs> and I mean, I only relate to that now as a dad yeah. because, like, <laughs> no, because like I put on fucking not even my own show, but I put on like you know my son's show and I fall asleep to it and he's watching it and I'm aware that it's still on. <laughs> And I'm aware when he changes it or, like, runs away and leaves the room. Like, I'm half asleep. But I'm not watching it. But, like, yeah, I gotta give my dad credit. In Somewhere in his mind, he was certain that he was fully watching that NASCAR race. <laughs> and, you know, when me or my brother came in and, like, had to fucking don't wake daddy the remote yeah. out of his hand... <laughs> Slowly take the remote. Raiders of the Lost Ark Why? have like a fake. Oh, dude, it was like that. You sit there, just, you know, we're fucking rubbing our face. Yeah, you gotta, you know, replace the remote with something of equal size and weight. You know, my brother's penis. Um, what? He, that, he was, it was my brother's classic move. He got his, he got my dad to stroke him off and replace the remote numerous times. That's a you were project. just bitching about how this segment was getting too dark, and now you're bringing in homoerotic incest? I don't think it's pretty light. Yeah, well, yeah. It was, you know, it's a, that's a classic prank. There's nothing homoerotic or incestual about making your dad accidentally grip your penis. Yeah, it's what, hilarious. There's nothing dark about that, man. Yeah, that's a, fun, that's a lighthearted prank that my brother would play on yeah. my dad all the time. That, that's good old-fashioned um, family fun. Like, wait, you record that, you, yeah. send it, you send it to America's Funny some videos, Bob Saget puts yeah. a funny voice you're, on top of it, you're, good you're, size for everybody. Just, just picture, David, your what? dad waking up with your absolute unit <laughs> in his hand and trying to change the channel, and he's just mashing your foreskin <laughs> like it's buttons. Yeah. And nothing's happening, so, and he's half asleep, and he's confused, what is, and he's just like, oh, what? Oh! And you're, you're recording <laughs> Not it. Not again, I've been... You're, I've been dick trickled. And you're recording with the camcorder in the bottom right. It's got that 1998 timestamp. And you're sending yeah. that VHS tape in and you're winning that $10,000. Are you sure you're uh, not just like talking about a Bam Margera video? Exactly. Merry Christmas, Dad. Um, See, I'm just sitting here laughing. It's like, that's the definition of good old fashioned family fun. It's like, yes, that's what homoerotic incest is. <laughs> David, go on Instagram, type in hashtag just dad things, and you're going to find lots of pictures of dicks and hands. That's it's a common I mean, thing. I don't think I'll find that, that on Instagram. Like, they have standards and we'll immediately remove those. Yeah, yeah this is on TikTok. This is the dad NASCAR challenge. <laughs> nothing so makes me yourself. happier <laughs> nothing makes me happier than when we do a callback to a joke from the show before the show started so everybody listening is like what the fuck are you talking about 
Well, no, it was a good standalone no, joke until I, you explained that it was a callback to something we said before the show started. I think a TikTok challenge is a pretty good joke. Yeah, I, I, I don't ever say it before the show started. Was that when I was rebooting my computer? I thought this was funny on its own. <laughs> like, this, yeah, that was see, gold. thank you. Good lord. I, lo- I like, so, okay, GG fans, go start the NASCAR challenge on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be your dick, it could be a slip. It can be. It could be. A, it can be just the Indiana Jones NASCAR TikTok challenge, where you try to slide the remote out of your sleeping dad's hand and replace it with something of increasing hilarity. Right. And like, inevitably, see, it goes to a certain place. Like it could penis. be. Like, if you're not ready for the dick, just start with a shake weight. Right. That's pretty close. <laughs> or your ball. It wakes him up, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> see, I thought you were going to say it doesn't have to be. NASCAR. It could be a football game. It could be a movie. It could I mean, be anything on the TV. Could That's you true. put your like butthole like around his finger? <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Do you hear that like balloons? The aerobics out like. Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is John Regan. It is? Yeah, I got game over it, I think, but I got the most points. No, you didn't get game over it, and you did get the most points. Oh, I didn't get game over it, and I got the most points. So yeah, cool! I won. (laughs) You did, John! Um, no, you deserve to win. Uh, I don't know how I didn't get game over it for ruining the request discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, god damn it. It's fine. It's good. It's great. Good job, John. Great game. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, I shudder to think if you have a, a theme in mind for next week's episode. I do, actually. Um, I was thinking about how, like, 1995 was 26 years ago, and that next week we should do a theme centered on 1995 for the 26th anniversary of 1995. So I would like to do for next week Nintendo games from 1995. What? What an oddly convoluted way to come up with a theme. It's not even convoluted, just you know. Huh? The twenty. Yeah, this year, guys. If you don't no, know no, this, no, this is the 26th no, anniversary. We we do themes based around certain years frequently. We've recently done a, a very good 2001 episode. Um. <laughs> But, you know, wow, the 26th anniversary of 1995 is very oddly put. Johnny, did you did you just get all flustered? Because did I hear you right? You specifically Nintendo games from 1995? Yep, specifically. Well, because I've done. You just cut yourself out of the show. I think I've done a lot of the, the Sega games from 95. So, like, let's go Nintendo, you know? And I'm sure there are other consoles out in 95, but, like, I'm just feeling like it's a, you know, it's a Nintendiversary, so, like, let's do Nintendo games. 26th anniversary of Nintendo games from 1995. <laughs> you remember that banner year for Nintendo? Yeah, the year of late SNES and mid-Game Boy games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did release the Virtual Boy. It was the birth and death of the Virtual Boy in 1995. Oh, man. It was, wasn't it? Jesus so, Christ. okay. That's a lot to choose from. Yeah, 
Wow. What the? What what a pick. Not not, not what the fuck. What a pick. Um, games from 1995 made by Nintendo. Wow. Or released on Nintendo systems. Not specifically made by Nintendo. Right. That, um... I'm perplexed as to how you had such a specific theme ready to roll, but hey, fuck it. It's, uh... It's right in line with how we've been tonight, guys. Jesus Christ. Um, all right. I mean, I would prefer him come up with, like, an oddly specific theme than a theme like games with fruit. Right. Or, you know, games on the ground. Yeah, um, I'm not giving myself a free play like I usually do. Yeah. No, I appreciate that, because I'm not making a new jingle. <laughs> baby, baby steps. Baby steps. We've retired the free play. Uh, it's, what? uh... No. No, it'll Fine, be back. The jingle, motherfucker. It'll be back. <laughs> yeah. You take on the fucking work. Jesus. Not next week. The free play comes back when I say it comes back. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, well, great, John. That'll be a great uh, great game. Great theme. Um, I look forward to it. It should be good. Um, and uh, I guess that's it, man. We just got to say thanks to everybody. Thanks for uh, everybody watching them with us. Thanks for everybody watching live. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We're in your podcast devices. Thanks for listening there. Search for Game That Tune in uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. You know, we're there. We love you listening. We appreciate it. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. You know, I, again, I don't think we're going to do a Willow commentary, but we're going to do another movie commentary here very soon. We've got GTT Gems. We've got uh, the 24-7 music stream that you guys keep going. And uh, we love you guys for supporting us. Special thanks to our absurd fans on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mort, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsettled Zebra, and the last Reekin. What a, what a group of patrons we got. Um, thank you for our request tonight. David, who made that request? Uh, that request came to us from Rainus in our Discord. Yeah, thanks, Rainus. Um, what a what a request it was. What a what a discussion we got out of that one. Super appreciate you requesting NASCAR. Um, and uh, you can make your request as Rainus did in our Discord server. Find us there, or hit us up uh, via email gamethatune at gmail.com or find us on Twitter. We are there at gamethatune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan. This uh, no wait. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at. DFD Fleming. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. And you can find John Regan, somehow this week's winner, on Twitter at JP Regan JR. Fantastic, John. And I hope that you have fantastic bonus tunes planned. I do. I can't wait for you to tell us what they are. Well, I've got I've got one more thing. Which is, uh, during the show, we got a voicemail on our Patreon voicemail hotline from Tasty. So, let's just give that a play real quick and see what, see what Tasty has to say. Hey guys, this is John in post. I realized that we should probably announce that Brentel Floss is going to be recording with us next week. So, tune in for our live taping Wednesday at 9pm Eastern, or check out the next podcast where we'll have Brentel Floss as our special guest. So uh, I picked uh, one of my favorite games to come out on a Nintendo system in 1995. My bonus music is Red Canyon from Kirby's Dream Land 2. Oh, that Red Canyon. <laughs> peace out, Hell everybody. yeah, peace out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, 
Sega Rally Championship is copyright 1994 Sega Games Company Limited. Shadow Complex is copyright 2009 Epic Games Incorporated. Vice Project Doom is copyright 1991 ICOM and Sammy Corporation. Willow is copyright 1989 Capcom Company Limited. NASCAR The Game 2011 is copyright 2011 Eutechnics Limited and Activision Publishing Incorporated. Is your soundboard not working either, John? Oh. Da 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 da. All right, hold on, hon. I had to. Oh boy. I had to, I had to kill the What's... soundboard so I could use my keyboard right. again so I could right. figure out the. Nobody's mad. What's uh, the count so far? Update. We're um, up to two. One. There you go. Yeah. Got a got a prop bet going on how many times you fucked the soundboard up tonight, Johnny. <laughs> I'm not telling you what the cutoff is, what the over under is, but uh, you're getting there. Could could you put your like butthole like around his finger? Can we game over Jesse again before the calculated computer? <laughs> That's our episode title. No, it's not. <laughs>